0: The Jesse Blake Sports Report with Jesse Blake. Welcome to the Jesse Blake Sports Report, whether this is your first time here, your last time here, or somewhere in between. I appreciate that you're here today so that we can discuss the crossroads that sports fans are at right now when it comes to fan gear and the... Things that we walk to the mall and purchase when you walk to the stadium and you grab a jersey or you grab some fan gear or you go onto your computer and you order something from a website usually brought to you by a fanatics experience because this week. Pitchers and catchers reported to spring training in Major League Baseball. And with the reporting of pitchers and catchers, we got the debut of Nike's new MLB jersey. Nike took over the jersey sponsorship in Major League Baseball in 2019. It's a 10-year deal it'll run to 2029. And the first couple years of their jersey sponsorship, they didn't really take hold of it. They they created some new jerseys, obviously, and, and tweaked some things. But now this year, they said they've been working on a brand new jersey. And this year is the debut of the Jersey, and it's called the Nike Vapor Premier Jersey. And this week, we got the debut of it. And it's important to note before we move forward that Nike designs the jerseys. Their logo is on the jerseys. They have they're in the press release as the as the creator of the jersey, along with MLB. But Nike does not manufacture the jerseys. They are not in charge of the printing and the distribution of MLB jerseys. That is sublicensed to Fanatics. Fanatics, if you're not familiar, is universally panned by sports fans for their shoddy manufacturing of sports gear across the entire pro sports world. And they have grown to have a monopoly over fan gear. And nobody should be collectively happy with any company having this much market share over one particular area of business. And especially when it is geared to a fan product like this when it is a consumer good where it's just a passion that's the whole reason you put on a jersey that is why you cheer for a sports team and to have somebody who that you are not particularly trustworthy of manufacturing the thing you are buying out of pure love is not a great experience but let's back up a little And talk about what's going on in Major League Baseball. So as I mentioned, they have the new Nike Vapor Premier jersey that is manufactured by Fanatics, designed by Nike. And the new jerseys are being panned for three, I think, distinct reasons. One, the layout of them and the the actual conception of where the lettering is placed. The, the numbers, and the logos. So MLB has decided to move down their MLB logo on the back of the jersey, underneath the collar, more so where the nameplate would go. Now the MLB logo sits in that space. And below the MLB logo now is the lettering of the name on the back. And the name is now smaller. The lettering of the player on the back is now smaller. And then subsequently, The number has been pushed down and has been shrunken. So on the back of the jersey, first three complaints are the MLB logo is now lower and in an odd position where the nameplate should go. The nameplate has now been shrunken and the lettering on the back has been shrunken. Second complaint, the actual material that the jersey is made with. So Nike has decided to go with a more dry fit technology they've gone with a more sweat wicking technology it is no longer old school baseball uniforms where it would it would verge on the side of like a shirt more than a jersey they've gone for the form fitting you're going to sweat in this and now it's more an athletic piece of clothing and I'll read directly from their press release. Developed over multiple years, the Nike Vapor Premier jersey was engineered to improve mobility, moisture management, and fit while keeping sustainability in mind, bringing inspiration and innovation to athletes. Its breathable, lightweight, high-performance fabric was made from at least 90% recycled polyester yarns. It also provides 25% more stretch and allows the jersey to dry 28% faster with moisture wicking dry fit ADV technology to help ensure athletes stay cool and all game long using the latest in digital technology Nike body scanned more than 300 baseball players to dial in the ideal fit more athletic and form fitting than the previous chassis the one thing that stands out to me in particular there about that press release line is the last one more athletic and form fitting I don't think it's necessary at all for a baseball jersey to be an athletic piece of gear. Because MLB players, they, they wear dry fit underneath their jerseys already. There's already a layer of dry fit base that you have. The jersey should sit on top of it comfortably. And when a manufacturer says they're making something more light fit, lightweight and athletic, all I think about is that it's made of a cheaper material that it's going to feel like less is there. And that right there stands out, stands out to me as them taking a step back in the quality and that when the consumer picks up their jersey, they're going to feel like there's less there, there's less work that went into it, even though their whole thing is like we put in, it's lightweight so guys can run around it, but that's so unnecessary because it never needed to be that. One thing too I'll tack on to this issue is that Pants are no longer custom-tailored for MLB players. And I think that's a huge issue, and many pitchers have spoken about this because if you're familiar with a guy like Robbie Ray, he's famous for his tight pants. He loves the world's tightest pants to show off that booty. And no longer will Nike be tailoring the pants for the players. And some players have spoken about how In the clubhouse, they're going to have some equipment managers be able to fix the pants for them, but... The the fact that they're taking this away from the professionals when they all don't wear a standard type of pants. This just speaks to the larger issue of Nike and Fanatics taking a step back with the manufacturing of the uniforms for a cheaper solution. And speaking of cheaper solution, the third thing I think is the biggest issue with these uniforms is the degrading of quality that we've faced over the many years as sports fans. So, Nike outlined the three tiers of jerseys, and they're, they're the standard tiers of jerseys that we always get. They're calling it the Nike Vapor Premier Game Jersey, Limited, and Elite. So, I'll break it down in normal words for you. The game jersey is the one that typically they call replica. So that's the one that's like 1.79 USD. It's the cheapest one. Uh, you can tell that it's less quality than the two above it. So the limited jersey is the second tier. It's not it's better than replica, not quite authentic. It's like the the 220 price sometimes even a little bit more like 240ish USD. And then the authentic jersey is the one that they're calling elite jersey the second one was limited jersey is what they're calling it and they call it elite jersey they are 100 doing this to confuse consumers this naming convention that they've come out here with but and then the that's the authentic jersey that's the one that's supposed to be game worn you're buying the 300 authentic jersey sometimes it's like 400 450 you know it's crazy ridiculous prices um and then it'll be the authentic that's what they wear on the field jersey Consumer-grade products have been deteriorating for years, and that's not a sports issue. That's not a uh, MLB issue. That's an overall like life issue. But in particular here, we're talking about the quality of sports gear. And in that second tier of jersey, the limited jersey, the one that's above the rec- replica, below the authentic, one thing that Nike points out in their press release is that the jersey features an embroidered Nike swoosh, heat applied twill logos, heat applied jock tag, heat applied sublimated twill player name and number. And I'm holding in my hands a jersey, a Travis Snyder jersey from when travis snyder was big with the jays which was i had to look it up because i was like okay how old was i when i got this and it's it'll be it's around the 2009 season when travis snyder went off for the toronto blue jays and what i have here is stitched lettering on the back and a stitched logo on the front and i don't know if you can pick that out on camera but it's it's a white stitching so i don't i don't know if you'd notice it here but it is stitched it is stitched on the lettering. On the back of his name and number, which is there, you can see the, the blue lo- the blue stitching there. That's easy to point out. But the, jer- the, um, the logo on the front itself is also stitched. It is not heat applied. And this jersey, like I said, is from around 2009. And back then, Majestic used to make the jerseys. And there was obviously a lot more quality that went into this. This jersey would be an equivalent... To the middle tier jersey. I didn't like my family did not have money to buy the uh, premier elite slash authentic jersey way back when but this was majestic. And when they had the MLB rights to produce jerseys. And here I have a jersey from 2019, which is the cool base. Majestic jersey, which is produced under Fanatics, actually. So Fanatics purchased Majestic in 2017. And with that, they bought all of the factories, they bought all the rights that uh, Majestic had to produce MLB jerseys. And Fanatics has been doing this ever since and then when nike got the contract from actually under armor originally won the deal and then that fell through and then nike got it in 2019 nike kept on fanatics as the sub licensor of the jersey so fanatics maintain the role of producing the jerseys just now this time instead of the majestic logo throwing it on they they throw on the nike logo and nike's in charge of the design but fanatics is in charge of manufacturing the jerseys if you'll see here on their cool base jerseys um the lettering i got done in store so it's not stitched which is fine because it was heat pressed in store so you can't you can't be asking for stitches in that regard but the the logo itself on the front is stitched and this right here is not even the second tier jersey the the one i had the travis snyder jersey that would have been the second tier jersey right here we have the premier game jersey slash replica jersey, the lowest level, so like the 179 jersey. And we still have stitched lettering on the front. And the reason I wanted to whip out this jersey and point this out is because the stitches mean something to me. It might be silly, but seeing that now everything will be heat printed When you get the lowest level of jersey, you're getting the heat-printed jersey. And even on the second tier of jersey, the thing you're spending upwards of nearly $300 on, you're still getting a heat-printed level jersey. You don't get this beautiful stitching on the front. And, like, I call it beautiful, but it's, it's just a jersey. It's so simple. But... There's a level of quality that goes into it. And, and with this jersey, they did go to the lighter material. You know, the one I'm wearing actually in the video is an older majestic jersey. This is probably from like a 2015 range, I want to say. And it feels more like clothes. You know, they went away from this strictly. This feels like a shirt you know, to to ath- actually athletic material. And this is the good in between of where they had the baseball jerseys. And I really liked it. Just for the consumer's sake, I am so incredibly disappointed at the drop-off in quality. It may be silly to some, but it's important to me. And I think it is important to a lot of fans out there that the MLB jersey in 2019 that I had in my hand has gone from stitched on the front, to heat printed on the front, because those little touches that you see a manufacturer put into the fan gear are important because you're strictly buying this thing out of passion, as I mentioned, off of the top, and that speaks to what Fanatics has done to the psyche of the fan in them monopolizing fan gear across pro sports. In the next few years, Fanatics is going to take over the manufacturing of NHL jerseys, and nothing's going to change at the beginning because they're using the factories in Quebec that Adidas used to manufacture the jerseys, and for a while there won't be any changes because they'll just keep printing as they get the business up and running under the Fanatics brand, but as they move along, there is zero trust in the fan right now in Fanatics that things are going to go well, that Fanatics is going to hit this thing out of the ballpark because it seems that everything they touch they degrade the quality and there's no consistency in the products they manufacture as evidenced by the continual outpour of complaints from fans on social media. And it's been endless. It's been endless the last couple of years as they've gained rights to every single major pro sport. Whenever you go to any of these pro sports teams' websites and you go and you try and pick up gear underneath the little L emblem on the top is it says it is a fanatics experience and that little thing on the top of the webpage has become a very sore spot for fans and at the center of this whole thing is fanatics owner Michael Rubin who is a celebrity in his own right but his main his best quality I would say which is this is a complete compliment is being one of the best people connectors in sport, pro sports today. And his relationships have been able to grow Fanatics into this giant monopoly over the pro sports fan gear world. If you look at any of his celebrity parties that he hosts every year, his famous July 4th white party or just wherever he is at all moments at the Super Bowl, he is connected to every single famous person who is within sports or adjacent to sports. And those relationships that he has has allowed him to create this monopoly over fan gear in pro sports. And right now, fans aren't happy about it because what they have experienced has not been good. As Fanatics has grown more and more and gains a larger market share over the entire fan gear business, the quality of fan gear has gone down and down and it's hard to blame anybody else but the manufacturer of the most fan gear in pro sports. Now, what can be done? One thing that has come out of this whole issue and I think is the main thing that we have to talk about today is that the athletes, the MLB players are now complaining. And that is so important. The uproar from these jerseys, the Nike Vapor Premier jerseys did not come from fans because we did not get our hands on it first. There have been some leaks, like some people have found it in some of the these pro shops around the leagues. But the main reason that this has been a media story this week is because the players are complaining about it in spring training. And this might be the only thing that can help MLB fans in this situation. If there's enough Players who are actually receiving the best top-of-the-line quality of the gear and they're still unhappy, if they're unhappy with the lettering, with the spacing, with just the vapor-wicking technology, if all of that comes from the athletes, Nike is going to have no choice but to listen. Because us fans, we have been screaming, there's enough fanatic sucks Twitter accounts out there to that our opinions are known. The only thing that can save us right now are the athletes. And the athletes are finally speaking up about the quality of gear that they are receiving. We'll see if it leads to anything. But I'm very hopeful in seeing the quotes from very prominent baseball players not enjoying these jerseys because it's one thing for a fan not to be happy with the consumer grade material that they received in the mail. But it's another thing for the pro athlete to not be comfortable going out onto the field in the uniform. That's not the way it should be at all. There's more of us than there is of them. But the only way that these corporate giants will ever listen is is if the guys with the direct Nike contracts Go to Nike and they say they don't like their jersey. I want my tailored pants back. Why is my lettering on the back of the jersey so small? Why is the MLB logo in such an awkward place? If those guys complain... There might be hope here, and they have been speaking out. So we'll see if this continues. This is going to be a story to watch. We'll see how the jerseys go for the rest of the year. I think there can be some walking back of the design of the actual jerseys. The manufacturing of fan gear, on the other hand, is something that's going to have to come from us, and we're going to have to keep calling out the mistakes. We're going to have to keep making our voices heard so that eventually the quality of this stuff just keeps going up. And if you're not happy with the quality of current fan gear, there's so many people out there selling vintage secondhand fan gear on eBay and Kijiji. And there's so many creators out there as well on places like Etsy creating custom fan gear that is up to the quality standard that you desire. So I encourage you to go out in those places and get your gear from there if you don't wish to support the companies that are not living up to your standards. We have our outlets. We have other decisions we can make, which is a great thing. So thank you for being here. you've been anywhere in the world which you'll be watching or listening to this right now, and I appreciate you for that. I will be back very shortly. Good night from Toronto. And that is how it's done. The Jesse Blake Sports Report with Jesse Blake. Jesse Blake, the guy that likes to hear his name twice in one sentence. Sure, I know him. No, he doesn't have an ego at all.